0: And we have seen growing evidence that the dangers to our country can come not only across borders, but from violence that gathers within. There is little cultural overlap between violent extremists abroad and violent extremists at home. But in their disdain for pluralism, in their disregard for human life, in their determination to defile national symbols, they are children of the same foul spirit, and it is our continuing duty to confront them.
1: That was President Bush, President George W. Bush, um, speaking at a 9-11 memorial uh, this weekend. Welcome, guys. This is episode 105 of I've Got Questions. I'm your host, with the most. My name is Jeremy. Of course some of you may know that, some of you may not. I don't always say I'm the host, Jeremy. Jeremy jager I don't I don't really do that. I don't I don't really I think that this, you know, is more to more about this show than just me, but I, I, I use this as a, a way to talk about things that I want to talk about or that I have questions about, and that I feel like maybe you may have questions about. Um, Playing on that clip there, uh, or why I wanted to start the show with that clip is because, um, I mean, you can't think about terrorism and not forget or never forget uh, the terrorism that actually took place only a few months ago on January 6th, 2021. Um, Where this country was attacked by near 10,000 terrorists who attacked our country in a way where they were trying to kill, or at least they chanted, they wanted to kill our vice president. They wanted to kill uh, Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. They wanted to do things to this country where they would reclaim the country. Um, you know, it was nothing but a coup attempt. Uh, and there's nothing that you could ever say that would not make it just that. It was a coup attempt on January 6th in 2021. And uh, President, former President Bush uh, definitely spoke on that uh, this weekend. And many people, you know, he alluded to it. He didn't say it, but many people are, um, you know, quite surprised, taken aback. But you know, not everyone who is a Republican is going along with this hate rhetoric that the Trump organization, all of them, want to put out or want to keep going, wants to keep breathing fire into. And, um, you know, you, you see that Trump is saying that he wants to box or get in the ring with Biden, you know, stupid stuff. I mean, that's a, a former president is talking this way, you know, uh, a man that's over 70 years old, this is what he's talking about, when we have things really going on in this country that he doesn't care about and that his supporters have yet to really understand, that he does not care about them. Um, you know, and I talked about Trump on the last episode and, you know, how his uh, made-in-China businesses are... You know, they don't care about Americans at all. And, you know, to hear him even utter words about 9-11, it, you know, makes you want to vomit. I mean, there's a lot of things with 9-11, you know, there's a lot of conspiracies, there's a lot of thoughts about it. And there's a lot of things that Americans choose not to pay attention to or just want to forget. You know, they just want to live in these Netflix movies that, that play every September 11th, you know, this, this cycle that we're in. Um, But to go back to 9-11 um, or, you know, actually go back 9-11, 2001, I do, I remember being at school and I remember I had to go to an office. I, no one really knew about 9-11 when I was in school, meaning when it happened at that time, because we were in school. We were kids. You know, we weren't close to New York. I was in Jersey. We weren't close to New York at that time. And, you know, I I think some schools got evacuated that were a little closer to New York. But, you know, I was definitely further away. And I remember going to one of the school offices, definitely in the the lunchtime time uh, or period, I guess, or sometime around that. And I just remember that it was really eerily quiet. And people were kind of like talking about it, but not really at all. And then after that, I do remember people finally talking about it. it had to be around 2 o'clock, something like that, that, you know, we were attacked, that the, the towers were taken down. And I remember actually drawing the Twin Towers as I was riding on the bus um, home. And I, I still have that, that I drew. And, you know, it was just from my interpretation of what I remember from living in New York and, remembering the, the Twin Towers. And I even remember um, back in the day, back, 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 back in the day when we, I think, yeah, we, we took a, a class trip down there and I remember calling it the, the Twin Towels. <laughs> you know, uh, that we were going to see the Twin Towels and, and, and messing up the name of it and just being a kid in New York and going to see things like that. And to not see it anymore, you know. I mean, New York has changed entirely anyway, you know, from where it was. And, you know, you could say it's a little better. You could say it's it's pushed people out that never had a chance to compete uh, against gentrification. But you can't forget the fact that you know it's the skyline has really changed in a way where it'll never you know we had an iconic skyline and now you know we just have the the one world trade center which is is beautiful if you've never seen it it's quite beautiful I was there I went to the nine eleven tribute also I've seen that I've seen you know um the people who who perished um But you just got to think about, you know, what what that time period was like, you know. Um, I mean, it's 20 years later, but it was kind of like the first time it was good to be black in America. I mean, the hate was real for anyone who was brown, you know. If you were brown in America at that time, you got a lot of hate. I mean, it wasn't just, like, the stupid 7-Eleven stuff that people say, you know, or, or mock, do mock voices of Indian people, things like that. It was some real fucking hate, like, America hate, like, and it was a lot of people. Like, it was the first time, I think, not only did people, Americans band together, as in, like, being patriotic, but they also hated everyone brown. And it was, it was really crazy. It was really dangerous, I feel, for, for, for people who were brown because we didn't have no information. All we had was what we were told. You know, there was nothing. This was, this was like the first attack. This was like, yeah, since, I mean, what happened, the bombing of the world trade in the nineties. But this was a foreign group, Al Qaeda got on planes and flew planes into our buildings, into the Pentagon, into a Philadelphia um, air, uh, or, or crash site, you know. This was the first time ever that we've seen an attack like that. You know, besides what happened on January 6, 2021, that was the the, the, the next attack where, you know, we've seen something like that. But for the first time, you know, I think that American scene, we had one enemy. You know, I don't think that anyone was being, um, you know, not that anyone was being being racist because they definitely were being racist at the time. But they were being racist for the first time, I think, really. Well, not for the first time. Because, like I said, with the 7-Eleven, blah, 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 things like that. But it was like, are you Al-Qaeda kind of stuff to to Indian people, to anyone who looked like the perpetrators who, who crashed those, those planes into those towers, which happened, you know, despite whatever else you talk about, despite whatever what else you think these people did that. Um, I mean, black people were more accepted than blackface at a KKK rally. I mean, we were in, we were fucking in, they loved us, we were all together, it was America, I forget how long that really lasted, but uh, we were in, we were definitely people that um, people weren't worried about for a moment, for a moment, the American saying, uh,
0: we're going to help you. They destroy one building, and they destroy us. How many buildings? And they say, we're going to help you. Where is the help? I do sympathize or understand what, you know, some of them were saying is, yeah, your buildings were knocked down, but how many of our buildings have been knocked down? And so, you know, when you have, can you feed yourself or or house yourself? How are you going to care about somebody, you know, 6,000 miles away? So I can understand that.
1: So that, that clip, um... It, it, it's titled, What Does 9-11 Mean to People in Afghanistan? And you really got to think of how we have been fed so much of the military is this, you know, you can't talk about the military, you better support the troops, you know, which we do. We support the people who go out there and risk their lives but we don't support the action, right? And you talk about a war, the Afghanistan war, you talk about what's, what went on in Iraq and how, you know, they went after um, Bin Laden and how long it took and how much money was spent, $200 million a day for 20 years. How much infrastructure could have been used or or, or, or built up with that money? to where we are now where we left Afghanistan finally and it's in in, it's in shit it's in it's it's in shambles there's nothing that what we wanted to accomplish happened nothing none of it we got the guy bin laden but what else do we get and you talk about uh what people really think about, you know, 9-11, or not even what really pe- people really think. I mean, what did they say? Um, 15 of the 19 hijackers were from Saudi Arabia. We never went to Saudi Arabia. We never, ever even did anything with Saudi Arabia. Why is that? Is it because Saudi Arabia has a lot of money that, you know, they... It goes back and forth between America. You know, what, why is it that we never, ever struck Saudi Arabia, where the, the hijackers were actually from, where Bin Laden was from? Over 4,000 lives perished on 9 11, and hundreds have, have died since. You know, from the chemicals that were released in the air, the dust, debris that contain many human killing contaminants. I mean, there are people still dying from what they inhaled during nine eleven. There are heroes that, that have gone, that have just faded away. You know, their families know about them. You know, there were the people who fought back on the plane and, and made the plane, um, you know, not crash into another monument or whatever they were they were trying to go after. I think they were trying to go after the White House. But there are there, there are these heroes that, you know, actually fought hard, and and then all the soldiers who have lost their lives or have gone to Iraq and Afghanistan and have come back and been truly fucked up. From the shit they've seen, from the shit they've seen other soldiers do, from the kids they've seen die, the the millions of people dead. You know, we talk about what happened in America. 4,000, over 4,000 people died and many more are still dying. But millions have been affected in Afghanistan, in Iraq. On Netflix right now, there's a, 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 I think two or three Netflix uh, new 9-11 movies, 9-11 documentaries that are just playing. Number one. Number four, most watched movies. It's like a cycle of, of abuse to keep seeing this every year and then, you know, especially when it's 20 years and then 40 years and 50 years. Just to make sure that we as Americans support soldiers or, and, and, and never go against war. But when you talk about what actually is in the 9-11 Commission report and how many questions were redacted and you can't really fully see who, who did what and who didn't do what, who knew what at what time and who didn't act at that time, you know, people got on a plane and did this with weapons. They, they knew something about this. There were rumblings about this, that they were trying to do something. You know, there were Saudi officials who, who, who allegedly knew about this. And the only people to truly have suffered, I feel, besides the victims of who died that day, besides the people who died that day, are the people of Afghanistan and the people of Iraq. We've bred terrorists in ways that I'm afraid of. I mean we don't you don't you can't say who and, and what is a terrorist, right? I mean if you look at what goes on in this country, the terrorists who've attacked certain things, they've been mostly white. But you can't you can't do that. You can't be prejudiced towards people and say who or what looks like a terrorist. And now we have people who are being exported to America because they're refugees of, of Afghanistan. That shouldn't make anyone nervous, right? Because we don't know who's coming from what, who has a vendetta against this. You know, there's a deep dark web where people go and be militarized by, by Taliban supporters or people who, who can't stand the government and what they've done over in different countries. That's why I said we need to stay out of people's business for at least 10 years. I mean, we don't need to be out there pushing democracy. We need to do it here. We need to take care of the people here when they stop the war. Where did that $200 billion a day go to? When they stopped the war, where did it go to? Who's getting that money now? We were attacked by multiple parties, some of which allegedly worked for the government. People who, who've worked as architects and engineers speak of how they would never seen a building break down how the World Trade Center's broke down. To this day, people still speculate about what really happened. On 9-11, take a listen to uh, this clip with Joe Rogan and Rose O'Donnell.
0: That Tower Seven one is the weirdest one of all because if that, it's, if it's it, when when you watch that one, I was like, why does that collapse like that? Yeah, like, it's just strange. And I'm sure you, you've seen the BBC reporter who is speaking on camera, and World Trade Center Seven is behind her, and she says, "World Trade Center Seven has just fallen." It has fallen, it is the third building, and it's still standing. And ten minutes later, Joe, the building fell. Yeah, there's a lot of chaos that goes along with any catastrophic situation like that. And I think a lot of people are scrambling, and there's a lot of miscommunication. And I've a lot of people who are probably saying, if, in fact, it did collapse on its own environment, we're aware. i bet a lot of people who are saying, hey, this thing is going to go. It's going to fall into itself. It, I don't know if that's possible. See, I, I, again, I'm not an architect, but... Maybe it's just such a crappy design that when it catches on fire, it just collapses like that. But fire has never turned concrete into rubble in the history of the world, right? It does seem ridiculous, but I'm not smart enough to, I mean, I don't, you know what I mean? I'd I'd be completely stepped out of school if I was arguing that it's impossible for a building to do that. The idea that, you know, they all uniformly gave out at the same time, but it just really did fall like free fall speed.
1: You know, they had to like
0: have this meeting where they, you know, we've been, we've Measured the time, it's not free fall speed. Oh, it's one tenth of a second slower than free fall speed. Well, that's nice. That makes me feel comfortable. This <laughs> it's just, it's just crazy building just fell. Just like I mean, I know it had. It was definitely damaged for sure. It was definitely on fire. But that's all it takes. No.
1: Oh. I mean, you got to really think about things like that. Those kind of questions. Is that all it took for a building to fall? You saw when those planes went into those towers. What that looked like. The planes pretty much disappeared into them. And then they the each floor crumbled in unison. Not like an hour later, not like how long it took when that, that horrible uh building fell in in, in, in Florida recently. They all fell at one time, like you're playing Jenga. You're not playing Jenga here. There's no way that towers fall like that. You got to ask questions. You, you, we, can't, we can't do this anymore. We've gone too long where we've just been told things. And we've been told things and we just go along with it. It's why we work as hard as we do. Why, it's why Americans work four, five jobs. cost of living so so high you know but you're not getting paid more meanwhile all these companies that came from from 911 all these military companies that that came from 911 all these uh private companies that came from 911 companies of war. They get contracts from the government and millions upon millions. People speak about large groups of people who didn't show up that that day. Actually, I don't know if you've heard about that. Large groups of people did not show up to work that day. You know, I don't know the full scope of that, but someone knew, people knew that something was going to happen. You know, it's all alleged, but you have to wonder. I mean, the Patriot Act itself, how that came about. If you don't look into it, you know, if you, if you want to watch some mystery scandals and, and whatnot, there's a bunch of, uh, of things on YouTube where you could just gain a little more information. Again, There's a 9-11 commission report out there. Much of it's redacted, but it contains things that you never knew about, that they don't put on the news, that they don't talk about every 20 years or every 10 or every year. That's not number one on Netflix. You have to wonder about when these companies make money why and how they, they all of a sudden make money. These private military companies that go out and, and hunt people. Private contractors, they call them. There's too many questions there. No, and I don't think we'll ever really solve what really happened on the I mean, like I said in the last episode, if Dick Cheney can get away from shooting someone in the face, you know, he's the one who who really, (laughs) he's the one to look out for when you think about what happened on 9-11. Current president, uh, Sleepy Joe, Joe Biden. Awake, awake, and piss the fuck off. Joe Biden is awake and pissed off like someone's running around his house, a, a, one of his grandchildren are running around his house knocking shit over. He's imposing a mandate. A mandate on us, but not for postal employees. A mandate on us, but not for members of Congress. Where is the research? How can any of this have been researched so soon? People are afraid of the risk within reason. The first thing someone will say is, do you know what's in this or do you know what's in that? You, you know what's in weed? Do you know what's in alcohol? Is that a way to live? Like an android? A drone? You must know that these companies stand to make billions. But we don't know what's in this vaccine. And if masks were mandated, we wouldn't even be here. Why force injections when you can force masks? I mean, it, it's so sad that we're all on two sides of the masking itself. You know, the bullshit that really came from last year with a president who decided that masks should be politicized. Now we're on two sides about vaccines. And we've always been on, I've, I've always been on the side where a vaccine should never be forced, that I don't really trust these vaccines that they have out here. That's my choice, but I would never get on here and I would never get on anywhere and say, "Don't take it." I would say, "Do research, make the best choice for you. But what do we have out here? Get the shot. The unvaccinated are, are the reason why COVID is still going around.
0: The mayor is going to fire you if you don't follow his mandate. Words of anger followed by a crowd of boots as firefighters and police in Newark protest Mayor Rasparaki's mandates requiring city workers to be vaccinated. My body, my body. My body, my body. We as public workers have always helped.
1: I mean, it's, it's pretty funny there with the my body, my choice thing. I wonder how many of those people, the men, are supporters of uh, women's rights and, and being pro of choice, pretty much. But
0: Even through this entire COVID vaccine problem, uh, when this whole entire epidemic started, we came to work every day, we did our job. Now the mayor is going over and above the governor's executive order which requires either you get vaccinated, or you get a medical or religious exemption, or if you don't want to take the vaccine, you'll be subject to testing once or twice a week. According to the mandate, all city employees must be fully vaccinated against COVID-19, and any city employee that refuses shall be disciplined up to and including termination.
1: This is after you've worked for 25 years at a company, at a place, at the state office. You've worked 25 years. This is what you get. allowed
0: not to happen? What happens tomorrow? What do they look to take away tomorrow? This is all done by the stroke of a pen inside city hall, and they just think it's good to go, and th- it shouldn't be that way. That's
1: that, the- And that's the thing that I keep saying to people, is that if you allow this, if we're all okay with this, in which we are, you know, now the president's involved, where the president is putting his foot down and saying, we must. You don't know what's next. If this is the 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 must, what's the next must? What's the next thing that we're gonna, we have to must do? We all got here for a reason. You know, Donald Trump's terrible mistake, but now we're, we're under the pressure of a president who doesn't even mandate the, the staff, the White House to be vaccinated, who doesn't mandate that the post office, the postal employees should all be mandated to have this vaccine where all members of Congress have this vaccine. This is where we are. And no one should have questions. I mean, it's, it's getting down to a point where, you know, I was worried about Trump and, and what kind of Hitler-esque person he is. But now you're forcing things into people's arms?
0: Friday morning after the president's speech last night at 5, a lot of American businesses are trying to figure out, okay, I've got more than 100 employees. What am I going to do? Am I going to require the vaccine? Let's talk to one business guy. Ben Shapiro is the host of The Ben Shapiro Show. He's also the editor emeritus of The Daily Wire. Ben, uh, your company's got over 100 employees, so what are you going to do? Are you going to listen to the president? Everybody, everybody going to roll up their sleeves, or are you going to take a different approach? Uh, of course not. We're going to use every method and, uh, and resource at our disposal to defy the president's unconstitutional order. And this is coming from somebody who's very pro-vaccine. I was vaccinated as soon as possible. i have encouraged everybody to get the vaccine, or pretty much everybody, to get the vaccine. And the notion that the federal government has the ability to force every business in America with over 100 employees. By the way, I'm not sure why it's over 100 employees. Theoretically, it should be every business in I America. Absolutely. You can get infected anywhere. Right? But, it, but every business in America with over 100 employees to either force its employees to vaccinate or force them to test every week or fire them, presumably. Yeah. He, he said he, he came into office saying, I'm not going to shut down the economy. I'm not going to shut down the country. I'm going to shut down the virus. He failed to shut down the virus. So now he's going to shut down the economy and the country, apparently. Well, Ben I- –
1: I mean, should you invoke the uh, 25th Amendment at this point? I mean, this will never unify this country. It will only people, it will only pretty much push people to talk about how big government shouldn't be involved in states' rights. I mean, that's the only thing that's going to happen. This is what's going on anyway, that the, the government shouldn't be involved in, in my rights, you know, my freedoms. You know, same people who who get, Social Security benefits are, are saying this, you know, but this is where we are. This will continue to push this country to the brink. Already people are, are out of work, right? People are out of work from COVID-19, 30 million Americans out of work, a housing moratorium that just ended, and, and now millions of Americans are, can be evicted. Now people are getting fired because they won't inject some big company's drug. That's the next thing. You know, not to mandate the mask. Why, why not mandate the mask? Why not force us all to wear a shield in, 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 in public? You know, at least you can really ticket that. You can force, you know, you you can't do that with an injection. You can't know who or what or or who isn't vaccinated or what isn't vaccinated because, you know, animals are getting it now. But at least you would know that everyone's working together. There's no research to say that if you get the first two shots and the booster now, right, because now you're going to have to have a booster because your antibodies are are now accustomed to this drug. You know, you, you, every year of your life or every three, four months, you'll have to get a booster. There's no research to say that in 10 years, you'll be whatever. You know, I don't want to scare anyone. But to to tell a pregnant woman that she must take it no matter what, or someone who wants to have a family in the future who's 23 years old and is afraid of it but wants to come to work every day, you know, or or the company is going to get fined $14,000 if they don't follow along, play along. This will not unify this country. This is getting more and more and more dangerous, and you have people acting out. You have the January sixth insurrection. You have people acting out in ways that is more dangerous. I keep telling you, or, or I mean, I, I've told people. I, I'll say this: you know, get your 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 legal gun permits. It's your legal, whatever state you're in, because it's getting dangerous. And when you can't go into a supermarket because you didn't get a vaccine and you just want to feed your family, what are you supposed to do? This is what it's going to come down to. Do you want to eat? Get the vaccine. You want to get air in your tire? Get the vaccine. You want gas? Get the vaccine. This is what's going to come of this. You want to go to the doctor and get, uh, go to the dentist? Get the vaccine. Even though the dentist is wearing something on their goddamn face the whole time, get the vaccine because you can't get seen because you don't have the vaccine. This is where we're going. It's a slippery slope. We're going down the wrong route, people. This is why I like that this guy said, you know, he's a person who's pro-vaccine, but he would never force this on his people. He would never do that. That's un-American. When you do things like that, that's un-American. Getting the vaccine is not being a a hero. You know, wearing a a mask, wearing your uh, glasses over your face so that the droplets don't get into your eyes. And washing your hands and doing things like that. That's the right thing that we're supposed to do. That's, that's what we should have learned throughout this. But instead we're like, I hate wearing a mask. I can't stand it. I must see what people look like. I must see your fucking smile. I must see, you better be smiling at me. I need to know if you're smiling at me. Because that would be the only reason why you won't wear a mask. Or that, that you don't think that mass should be mandated. Our kids don't even know what's going on anymore. <laughs> a smile is what they need. No, they need to know what's going on. Why don't you talk to them? We're in something going on. There's a lot of things going on around the world. We have to do this, kid. This is how we save everybody. That's what you say to them. But what you don't do is stand behind them and chant and cheer and jeer and tell them, push your way in, like Manchester High School in Detroit, that their parents did. Students, I repeat, students, with the encouragement of their parents, forced their way into their school. I mean, many insurrection January 6th needed a, a, a second, a sequel, pretty much. This is what we needed to see. And, you know, I find it funny on YouTube when you search for these things, because I don't know if you'll listen and look this up on YouTube. YouTube will always uh, kind of hide things. I don't know why it does that. But um, if you filter on YouTube, um, you'll see the most current thing. Um, so if you look this up, you'll see, um, you probably, if you type in kids push their way into school without masks, you won't find it. It'll, it'll be hidden. Um But if you hit the filter on YouTube, you'll be able to uh, hit the filter that says um, play from this month or whatever, this week or whatever. Here you go. don't
0: want to go in? You don't have to. After confirming, police will not stop them. I'm not going to force anybody. I'm not putting masks on anybody. That's not my job. Manchester High parents encourage their kids... ...to ignore the staff at the door and go inside without masks. you guys, they can't touch you. Just go ahead and go in. Finally, the students are allowed in, and after some unintended irony... Be kind and respectful! ...they were taken to the library, apart from everyone else. It's absolutely insane. This Manchester parent believes in masking up, but thinks it should be everyone's choice. The insanity isn't the mob mentality, as he says in the video but the hypocrisy of the health department. They have no problem allowing 110,000 people in the big house to scream and
1: yell and breathe all over each other. And And that's the thing. When you talk about uh, the coronavirus and and what's going on, the vaccinated can infect the vaccinated. That's not, not true, okay? The vaccinated can infect the vaccinated. The vaccinated can infect. The unvaccinated. We're all in this together. But we're being pitted against each other. And there's no end to this. Because we're still on both sides. We have a a both sides on if we're going to take the vaccine or not. And then we have a both sides on if we're going to wear a mask or not. What the fuck is going on? Where are we? This is the twilight zone. And you could watch this stuff and realize this is literally the twilight zone. Someone asked, you know, where's Black Mirror? And someone said, this is Black Mirror. You never watch Black Mirror on Netflix. It's amazing. But this is what it feels like. Take the vaccine or unvaccinated. Two sides. Mask, no mask. Two sides. What do we do? the greatest option is to go with the mask because at least you're not putting your hands on people. At least you're you're not invoking something into a person's uh, beliefs or, you know, their body as these people were chanting my body, my choice, except for when it comes to abortions in Texas. We're going down a slippery slope. And I don't know what's next. It's getting worse. It's getting worse and worse. And Joe Biden's doing nothing but agitating people. Instead of bringing people together, he's he's separating them more and more. You know, I would never say Trump, okay? Because Trump would, you know, allow the spraying of the coronavirus onto your food before... Joe Biden would ever do that. That man, he he has to go. He has to go. Someone else must stand up. Someone who's going to take care of all Americans. And this is not a racist thought. It can't be a white man. Because a white man is not thinking about The workers of America, two-thirds of America, American people, will be affected by this This mandate that he's he's pushing. And he hasn't even done anything with race in America. I mean, black people are still waiting to see, you know, what they voted for. He told black people, you know, if they didn't vote for him, they, they weren't black. We're not black if we don't vote for Joe Biden. And what has he done for black people? George and Travis McMichael armed themselves and pursued Ahmad Arbery in a pickup truck on February 23rd, 2020 after they spotted Arbery running in their neighborhood just outside the coastal city of Brunswick. Their neighbor, William Rody Bryan Jr., joined the chase took cell phone video showing Travis McMichael shooting Arbery with a shotgun. Greg and Michael told police they suspected Arbery was a burglar, and Travis McMichael shot him in self-defense after chasing him down and killing him like a dog. Prosecutors have said Arbery was unarmed and was carrying no stolen items when he was killed. So even if he stole something, you know, even if he fit the description of someone who was stealing something in, in then around the neighborhood on this day, on February 23rd, he had no stolen items, but he was still shot. The McMichaels weren't charged in the killing for more than two months uh, and shooting and killing Ahmad Aubrey. Now, the former district attorney, uh, Jackie Johnson, or Jacqueline Johnson, she has a nickname, Jackie Johnson. You know, you should see her her, her, her mugshot. Uh, she was arrested today for her role in the cover-up of the the murder of Ahmad Arbory, which could be any one of us, by the way. You know. You could be gay, have a gay flag on, and one of these guys could just come down and say this is what they did or saw you do or whatever. And then you're dead. And then you have someone who, who works in the police office, you know, who 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 works with the police, who hides. Her hands and, and the nasty things that they do. How many cases?
0: Let me play this
1: How many cases do you think that she's done this to? Check this out. Ahmad
0: Arbery. at arrest in connection with the death of Ahmad Arbery. A former Georgia district attorney is now facing violation of oath and obstruction charges. Glenn County Grand Jury handed down a criminal indictment against Jackie Johnson, where documents indicate she told two Glen County police officers not to arrest Travis McMichael, the man who shot and killed Arbery. The indictment also says Johnson failed to, quote, treat Ahmaud Arbery and his family fairly and with
1: dignity. I mean, how many more years of this can we really take? You have to really wonder how many more years can... Black people under the stress of all the media. They have to see where, where police are, are regarded in, in high forums and then also be seen shooting and murdering people, right, who were unarmed, running, walking away with no gun. i seen a video just recently, uh, a few days ago, where a cop pulled up on the scene and a guy ran away. You know, you got to remember, people have PTSD from the police. And if you don't know that, now you do. That's a real thing. We've been shown this over and over where they have their necks, their, their knees on our necks, where they're shooting people 43 times because the person had their wallet. You have a former district attorney who saw the video of them chasing down Ahmad Arbery. Shooting him with a shotgun. Running around the streets with a shotgun. And then shooting a man in his back as he tried to run away because he was just running. He was jogging. He was enjoying life, getting vitamin D, living. He was just being black. He was just being a human. And he was shot down. And the person who, who's supposed to protect the rights of the public says don't arrest those men and doesn't arrest them for two months while Ahmad Aubrey's family had to cry and cry over his dead body while they got to go eat pizza and ribs and whatever other bullshit that these country motherfuckers were eating. All with the help of the district attorney? How do you not look back at the cases that she's done? How do you not look back at those cases? How do you not look back at any case at this point? When you have people who do things like this, you watch things like The Wire, and and you, you say, oh, what a great show. It's a great show. But you never put two and two together That this is not just a show It's fucking reality True reality For many millions of people In this country But no one wants to say There must be real change Defunding the police doesn't mean Getting rid of all police officers Defunding the police means Starting over Because we can We can start over The police don't need to be militarized. They don't need to be riding around in black vehicles where you can't see them and they're hiding. We need to know that the police are there to protect us. Make them wear green, pink. Instead, we arm them like they're in Call of Duty to reign over people. The first thing we do is use brute force And now we have citizens who who run down people with shotguns and chase people because they think this is the guy, that's him. There he is. Come on, Ronnie. He's getting away. Dead. That could be me walking my dog, just enjoying life, thinking, oh, my God how beautiful the sun is today. That could be me. It could be you. It could be your cousin. It could be your favorite mailman. It could be whoever it is. You know, you you talk about Central Park five. You talk about a movie like, uh, that the Netflix movie, when they see us, that was real. Five people went to jail for something they didn't do some were raped some were tortured and they didn't even do it but because they fit the description the same description that they played with cops for the 25 years that show was on where they only really showed black people doing crime as if white people don't do crime as if any other people don't do crime when is going to be enough you hate black lives matter but you won't fix the problem no one should be shot that many times no no one should be chased down because they're just enjoying themselves because they're bird watching in it park because they're going to a barbecue or barbecuing or swimming in the in the pool we make a mockery of this Karen thing and, and call people Karen's when people actually still did hurtful things. It's a terrible place, man. It's a terrible place. And then you then they're forcing injection. How do you come together? How can we come together? When are we going to, you know, think of the, the next man's thoughts rather than just brush him off because he's an anti-vaxxer? We have names for everything just to, to filter out what we don't want to hear and listen to. He's an anti-vaxxer, immediately shut down. Why would you not want to hear the fact that I think that it's, it's weird that Bill Gates years ago said, and his wife said years ago, that this would happen? And then they were involved in making the, the vaccine. Why would you not want to hear me say that, you know, thousands of reports within the, the L.A. Police Department have been doctored? <coughs> that there's gangs in the L.A. Police Department. Why would you not want to know that? Because you just don't want to hear it. There's going to be a point, a bubbling point, where people just blow up. And we all say we could have just did something. We should have just did something. We should have just listened. We always say that when people die. We all say we should have did this. We should have did that. Here's your time. speak up, speak out, in any best way you can, because it's not right. Our rights are being taken away, taking away the voting rights, they're doing all these things, all at one time, too much to even make you think about. Hmm. But you must think about them, and you can think about You don't have to think about them every day. Take a day. Put it in your calendar. Say, what's going on in the news today? Post something. Repost something. Let your friends know. Slippery slope. I tell you. But with that, I've got no further questions. Keep blessing yourselves. Keep blessing each other. Listen to one another. Listen. You have to listen.